Welcome, welcome, welcome to another wonderful episode of the Diaspora Entrepreneurs Podcast. I'm your host, Victor Osio. Tonight, I have a tag team. I have a duo, a father-daughter tag team. You know, most times when you keep it in the family, there's some joy, unintended consequences whereby, you know, the feeling of just working together with family members is just like... Don't worry, they'll tell you the secret sauce, how it's working for them. Maybe you can incorporate that into your own into your own business or into your own passion very soon. So today I have Jamie Purvis and Jacqueline Purvis, the father-daughter tag team. You know, they founded the Be Do, Be Do Have movement. Hello, Jamie. Hello, Jacqueline. How are you? Good. We're excited to be here today. Thank you for having us. Great, great, great. And yourself, Jamie? Victor, pleasure to be here. Yeah, we're so happy to share some of our journey with your with your followers and listeners, and hopefully we can inspire them to follow their heart and and just make a decision and you know step into their own business, entrepreneurship, and you know a bigger life. That's really our mission as well. Excellent, excellent. And can you just tell me just a little bit about yourself before we like dive in, Jamie? Sure. Um, I've been and came out of the real estate industry. I started selling real estate in Toronto, Canada when I was 22 years old. Did it for many, many years. Uh, after 23 and a half years, top real estate agent, built out a real estate team. I decided to transition into leadership and we opened up a couple offices in Toronto and eventually became a partner in four offices. And we grew the one main office to be the number one selling real estate office in Canada for our company three years in a row. And I was fulfilled. I loved it. I loved helping people until uh, one day, Victor, I wasn't happy anymore. And, and that led to me making a decision that maybe there's something more for me. And, and then here we are today, four years later with the Be Do Have movement. Wow. Is that, is that, is that, is that the same thing for yourself, Jacqueline? I kind of, because I was in marketing. So I went to school for marketing and got into advertising, jumped around at a couple agencies. And the second agency I went to, I was just like, I, for lack of a better word, hate this. Like I was just very not in alignment. I didn't feel good. I had really bad anxiety at the time. And it was almost like my body was talking to me like this, this particular avenue isn't for me. And then I went into freelance marketing. So still using those tools and those resources, I just tried a different avenue and then started supporting Jamie a little bit with just helping out here and there. There was really no intention. And then, yeah, one day it was just like, let's build this out. Let's build this bigger. Let's help as many people as possible. And it was like a light switch went off because all of a sudden it went from zero fulfillment and even understanding of what that word was to a real true like sense of just like joy and purpose. Hmm. Yeah, joy and purpose. They will come back to that word, joy and purpose. <laughs> how did you? How did you? How did you feel when? How did you feel when? When Jamie came back, you know what? Let's make this real official now, because helping out, helping out, you can do it on your spare time. Okay, let me just help her. Let me just. But when it became when you heard the word, let's do this now. How did you I got asked. I got asked Jamie that question because I I actually had the conversation with him. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's interesting, Victor. I had just spoken to my wife and said, you know what? I'm thinking this is the path I want to go with Jacqueline. And then within a day, here we are having this conversation. So she was already thinking about it. 
And then I'm thinking about it, but then when she brought it up, it was like, yeah, I think this is perfectly aligned. This is what we should be doing. Hmm. So it, it wasn't planned. It definitely wasn't planned. I think I was taking advantage of the freelancing because <laughs> <laughs> she was helping me with my marketing. Mm -hmm. um, and in that journey, it just, I don't know the day or moment in time, Victor, it was just a progression over three months. Mm -hmm. where you just all of a sudden realize like what's in front of you and and it's bigger than what I thought it would be for me like all of a sudden here I am thinking you know I'm going to transition and you know semi-retired do this a couple days a week to now Jacqueline's coming on board and now we're like okay how do we build this worldwide brand where we can inspire people to really live their biggest and best life and, and that's been our mission now. You used an interesting word just now Jamie where you say how, what is right in front of you yeah, because so I don't think so many people actually recognize or realize what is in front of them. The help, you know, just can you just talk a little bit about that? What is in front of you? Yeah, you know, it, it's I I mentioned it a little bit a while ago when we were talking separately that I had to slow down. I had to, I took some time off. I needed space for me to think, and I took time to just slow down and really start to think about what did I want for my life? And, you know, I'm at that point, I was in my early fifties. So, you know, I'm, I'm, a lot of my friends are getting ready to retire and I'm ready to launch something and do something different. And as I was slowing down and then just being present and having some great conversations, I think that's the moment when I realized what's in front of me. And you know, I'd never really thought about it until you just mentioned it. I think, you know, sometimes we, look all over the place for happiness or other people and if we just slow down and really look at who we've already attracted to us in our life they're there for a reason and as I developed myself I started to realize the people that were around me are are there for a reason and it's how you know to support each other and how can we help each other build and grow and and so here's my daughter she'll always be my daughter obviously my vision changed. It was, I didn't have the glasses on. I didn't have the lenses on where I saw her as my daughter. We are in this journey together as business partners. So we are equal partners in this and there's never, um, it's never dad. It's she's always referred to me in our business environment as Jamie. And that's the way it needs to be. Hmm. Can you just add some to that, um, Jacqueline? I was just going to say, I think we miss what's in front of us a lot because it's almost what we're taught and consumed by with marketing as a whole. Like you look at social media, we're always taught to be chasing the next best thing. And there's always something else. The grass is always greener on the other side. And no one, like how many people do you know really that slow down to actually think, what do I want my life to look like? What resources do I already have that I'm not applying? And just slowing down to truly think about it and take that into account. Like, I don't know that many people that do that. And that's the biggest thing that makes the hugest difference. Wow. Wow. That is just, that is profound. Slow down. Slow down. So many things in front of you. It reminds me of that, uh, what's it called? Russell Conway's um, Acres of Diamond. You look around, yes. what, you, what you need is right around yourself. So, yeah, thank you for sharing that. You know, the main, our main topic or the main heart of our discussion today was supposed to be how to like pivot from what you've been doing. So, Jamie, you've been in construction real estate for a very long time and you kind of pivot. Also, um, Jacqueline, yourself, you marketing and you did the same. 
as well. Okay, let me start with Jacqueline this time. Jacqueline, so doing marketing, how did you, I know you've been doing, you were doing freelancing for Jamie, but how did you actually like the mindset? Did you, was there any resistance? So how did you, and, and let me just like, how did you like make up your mind to just move? Was there resistance with partnering with Jamie or resistance about leaving the insurance yeah, leaving your job, leaving your paid, leaving your your guaranteed mm -hmm. nine to five was there resistance. Oh yeah, yeah. It's really scary to go from a place where you have that constant source, and you know someone else has to worry about everything. So getting to a spot where I was like a hundred percent, this isn't the industry and the space. I actually, I probably knew for over a year. But it took me leaving the place I was at, taking a new role for a small amount of a raise, not enough to, I shouldn't have done it in hindsight. It was a very good learning lesson, but I did. I actually left companies, went somewhere else because I really wanted to make sure like 100% this wasn't the field or the placement for me. And I don't think in hindsight, I would have been able to make that decision if I didn't take that other role. So as much as it brought up so much anxiety and like 100%, I knew that this wasn't for me. I am grateful for the experience because it made me able to leave. And I don't know that I would have if I didn't make that move. So I do think for anyone listening to, if you're not sure, put yourself in situations, try new things and just get decisive and follow through on, on the next step. That's all it is. It's just best next step. So how long did it take you when you know, okay, I need to move and actually taking the action? How long did it take you? At the second job that I was at in at another agency, it was two months. And now that you're asking me, though, I really knew the first week of this job. Because I went from a place where there was a huge aspect of community with the company I was with. And then I went to another one that didn't have any community. So now when you wipe out community and zero fulfillment, zero purpose on top of that, I just wasn't aligned with doing what I was doing. So I really knew that first week. Uh, but it took me two months to make a decision. Hmm. Okay, we'll jump into that. Demi, um, <laughs> let's go with yourself. How, how, how long did you, you've been, you were established in your, in your industry and you decide to move. Why? I, I often say I lost the loving feeling. I've spent my whole life loving what I do. I've been blessed. I've been self-employed my entire life. I've been in sales commission sales my entire life. So I've always been responsible for what my outcome was. And then I transitioned into the team leader role, which was a, an employee slash um, owner role. And there was a base salary, yet most of what my income was, was still based on bonuses. So it was definitely tied into my production. And as well as uh, I was doing, and like I said, we ran one of the number one companies in Canada, the number one company in the country for our brand. I was making great money, great six-figure income, partners in four different companies. And then, Victor, I just couldn't, I just one day thought, you know what, I'm not happy. I'm not having fun. And between that time and me leaving or making the decision where I told the ownership group I was leaving was two months. And then it took me seven months to transition out and find my replacement so that when I left, because I was still an owner in the company, I wanted to make sure the company was still in good position, 
So that was a seven month journey. So all in all, nine months from the decision to leaving and walking away with basically a blank slate. And I started started from ground zero once we left. Was there any was there any dramatic dramatic movement when, you, when like you know guys I'm leaving acrobats you know bringing the band Marashi band you know I'm burning the bridges did you do anything anything like that <laughs> in my in my mind in my mind I felt so relieved when I told them and when I left by the end of it to be I was just exhausted I was just done I had given everything I could to that role I hit every goal. I knew I wanted to leave on a high note, so I just gave my heart and soul to that company and the position, and and that's who I am. And I just gave it all. So honestly, Victor, when I left, it was like, ah, oh, I'm done. <laughs> so I had given it all, and and I think that's how I had to leave. And the celebration came probably a few months later when I was realizing like I was sitting on a patio and and nothing to do. It just thinking, like just being present in the moment and slowing down and just really starting to think about what's next. And I can honestly say I was not terrified. I wasn't afraid because I did have the faith and belief in myself. I had the confidence in myself. Um, yet at the same time, you know, when no, when you have no income, you're leaving great income to nothing. And it took probably after we brought on our first client about six months and then business started to flow. Wow, six months. So it's not, it's not, whoop, you, you did a transition and the clients were already knocking on your door, like, come, come, come. No, I had a few people reach out while I was off for those six months. And I mm -hmm. basically, it was interesting because here's clients right in front of me. And I, I said, I can't right now. I'll call you when I'm ready. So I pushed them off until I was ready. And, and thank goodness they all waited. And when I called them back, um, I still have two of them as clients now, three and a half years later. Hmm, that's interesting. You know, Jacqueline, I said I was coming back to, you know, you gave, you knew the first week that you started a new role that, you know, this is not for me. And you took action like two months later also. And same thing for you, Jamie. But Jacqueline, what do you think, obviously, let me say obviously because it worked it worked out well. Obviously, you had confidence in yourself and yourself, and Jamie. You had confidence in yourself. Now, for those who lack that confidence, who are not really sure about themselves, taking the next action. Some of them, if I if I'll be bold to say, there are people who already don't like their job right now and they've been coasting there for like a year or two. They don't have that courage or self-confidence to like come out and say this. You know what? I'm done with this. What would you say? What would you? What would be your advice, Jacqueline? It's interesting because hearing um, Jamie talk about it, I had a lot of fear in that decision. Like that was not an easy choice for me at that time, and mine was a pretty dramatic uh, leave when I did make that choice. So I think I was able to make that choice at that time because I had been in coaching. So I was in one of Jamie's programs, basically, but as a client, like I wasn't involved in the business or anything like that. And I had done a lot of personal work about how I felt and what my future could look like. And I really started to shift this like scarcity thinking around it and just started to believe it's going to work out. So I really had to tune in and listen to my gut about it. And 
you know, maybe if coaching is, if you're not ready for that yet, it's just, there's so many self-development books out there. Like just start reading, start taking in information and look for mentors or people outside your circle that are interested in thinking bigger, because that's going to help expand your mind, basically. Wow, that's really, that's really interesting. Um, Jamie, any words, any words to add there? Yeah, I think I think you're right, Victor. I, I remember hearing this a long time ago that most people aren't happy with what they do. 80% was a number I heard. And I don't know what the true number is at this point in time. However, if you talk to people and you know really get into it, I don't know how many people are happy. They might be content, but you know, if money wasn't an option, would you go to work the next day? I bet you there would be a lot of people that wouldn't go back to work. Mm -hmm. Right. We've seen that over the last couple of years. Like people are just done, right? They're following their own heart. The first thing I would recommend is, as Jack mentioned, surround yourself with coaches, mentors, people that have gone before you. You know, think about your inner circle. Who do you know that maybe has their own business? And reach out and, you know, buy them a coffee, talk to them because they've been through it, right? They're just a little bit further down the road. And I think when you can surround yourself with people that will raise you up, and help you see and believe in yourself, that will give confidence that it's okay to take that next step. And, and you're not gonna have it all figured out. Like we don't have our entire business figured out. We have a vision of where we're taking it. What we do know, Victor, is it's one step at a time. So all we have to figure out is what is the next step? What is the next step? And if you don't like what you're doing, you know, I'm sure you can always go back or you can find another job in the same industry but once you get out of it, you start to see things from a different perspective and you realize hey, I'm not going back. Like there's no amount of money that could bring me back because I see this other path. So I think surrounding yourself with a real strong network of like-minded people, you know, listening to great shows like yours, like just hearing the message mm -hmm. from multiple people helps people build their faith and belief in themselves. I think that, and I think that is the key, believing in yourself believing in yourself and that is the purpose of this this podcast and speaking about purpose are you currently in that situation right now where you like going after your purpose heck yes <laughs> <laughs> i like that i like that heck yes i like that it, I feel like it really does. And it doesn't have to be this big. I always thought purpose had to be this like terrifying word, you know, like you have to have this like perfected statement of what that looks like, but like to get it real simple, like I, for me anyways, it's having the opportunity to help somebody figure out who they want to be and what they want to develop out of their life and just making it about somebody else and having the gift to do that every day. And you tie that into everything you're doing. So whether that's creating content or, you know, writing email marketing, like you literally want to tie that through everything that you're doing so that it's, it's just guiding you almost. See, on your, the name of your business is so, it's so action driven, be, do, have action. So what, what is the be, do, have approach? How do you be, do back? How do you, how do you, why did you come up with that name in the first place? <laughs> Jacqueline, I'll let you answer this because I'll always love your perspective on it. And then I'll share my feedback because I always really love how you've looked at this based on your age and perspective and what it means to you. For sure. 
So it's basically the opposite of what we're taught. In school, we're taught the smart goal setting system. Like you want to decide on a destination and then you work it backwards. Then you pick your milestones and then all of a sudden you have this new identity, this new, you know, if you're a business owner, all of a sudden now you're successful because you've hit this milestone in your life. And what we really realized is to get to that outcome that much faster, it's changing that identity component first. So who you're being every day. So instead of operating as someone that, you know, just calling yourself like self-employed, I want to operate as someone today that's a successful business owner of a global brand. Okay, so based on that, how am I showing up now? And just that little change, that little sentence change, like acting as if now means everything's different from your personal routine, from how you talk to other people, your attitude, all of that starts to change that much faster so that you can hit those goals that much easier. And Victor, for me, it's the, the being, the becoming, the thinking. We need to think different. So we want, to, we want to use our imagination, get it reignited. I think a lot of times in my life, I didn't imagine anything. I just lived. I was doing, 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 doing. And then you achieve or have the results of that. And somewhere along the way, we lost the fact that it's okay to dream. So as we start to dream and live this big life, maybe you're at a, in a job that you know, you're not satisfied or happy with, and you start to imagine what it's going to be like outside of that. We start to use our imagination and it causes us to think different. And as we start to think different, ultimately, we're going to start to feel excited about the future. And it's that excitement that's going to cause a new action. So we start to do things different based on this newfound excitement. So we're, what we're doing is we're living from the goal. We're not going to the goal. So we're living as if, like Jacqueline said, we've already achieved our goals. Mm-hmm. You're going to feel confident. You use your imagination. Just be like a kid again, right? And you, know, you feel like you've already hit the goal, so there's nothing to worry about. It just hasn't physically shown up. But in my mind, I'm already successful. And as you do that, you get confident, you walk better, you feel different, you start to notice your circle changes, and now you have all of these people supporting you. So the B do have is like, be it first in your mind. Do things different than you've done in the past, which means we have to change our habits. We have to change our beliefs. And when we do that different, we're ultimately going to have what we want, and we have to get into movement. We have to start today. Whatever it is, start today. Take one step. And one step will lead you down the road to everything you want. Oh, and it's just action-driven because thinking and putting wheels to it makes makes it so much so much joyful. Wow, wow. See, I can't ask for any better host, uh, any better guest. I'll say thank <laughs> you guys and um, understand you guys are busy. So thank you very much for coming here to share tons of knowledge. I've been taking notes, like, you know, I'm going through one of your coaching programs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, that is that is so that's so rewarding thank you very much jamie thank you jacqueline for your time and for sharing your 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 business and your strategy and your your family with us because that's what you're doing going into business together and awesome. what is the i promise to like ask this question earlier on how do you guys work the family team the boundaries the what? How? <laughs> you look confused. Right there. <laughs> well, how? The family <laughs> dynamic. Yeah. I'll answer first, and then I'll let Jamie answer. Um, I think for me, what really changed 
I think when you're younger, there's definitely a dynamic difference. Like you don't want to be told something from a parent, right? So how do we get to a point where that mentality wasn't there anymore? And I think for me, what changed is I left and traveled for a little bit. So that made a big shift. I just changed on my own separately as a human being. And then when I had came back, I took one of Jamie's programs. So seeing him in a different light too, where it wasn't just dad, it was, you were coaching me and he was helping me grow into a different person and into a different level of myself. So that when we did start to work together, I already had a different image of Jamie from a professional standpoint. And and for me, Victor, it was just seeing Jacqueline for who she is, not as my daughter, but who she is. So seeing it in her, just like when we meet people, right? We get to know them and you can see their soul sometimes. You can see the light inside. And so that started to shine. And and just realizing that, she, you know, again, she's right in front of me and so powerful and so dynamic and we are partners like this is in a in this environment this is two partners two business partners i treat her with respect as a business partner and then father and daughter can be on the weekend we'll call each other and but in this dynamic working together it's just pure equals there's you know we argue like everybody else (laughs) sometimes sometimes i pull the trump card (laughs) this is what i want Mm -hmm. and she'll disagree so she won't back down and i respect that because that's what you want you want a communication and i think that's one thing we've really been able to do at a high level is to be able to communicate and listen to each other even when you don't agree with the person but be able to listen from their perspective and I think having the age difference is so phenomenal for us because she helps me. I I, I feel everyday blessed because I'm help, she's helping me see things differently through different eyes, through different lenses. Yeah, so it's, I, it's just a blessing, actually. Yeah, it is a blessing because what I got from there, what I could deduce from there just now is respect, communication, and support. Mm-hmm. So that mm-hmm. is what I could get from from what could actually make a family business work these three things respect communication and support means means a lot so thank you guys thank you thank you very much (laughs) you see this is one of the most unique why i say unique because i've interviewed or i've had guests who are business partners but not not this kind of relationship so that's why i'm saying this is unique for me and (laughs) It is a mind mind bender for me, and it's just great. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah, thank you, Victor. And we, you know, we're, it's interesting because we're because I think speaking for myself, I'm becoming more aware of how unique this is and how special this is. By you mentioning it, we've had some other people mention it recently as well, and I think it's something you take for granted, right? Sometimes when you're in a relationship, you can take things for granted. So just realizing like this is pretty special. Um, yeah, it, it's it's fun to watch and fun to be involved in for sure. <laughs> it is special. It is special. Yeah, yeah. Is there is there anything planned for the future or um, with the Be Do Have movement? We're continuing to grow. So moving outside of North America definitely is our goal, and just expanding outside of our current sphere and helping as many people as possible. Just really have the courage to live their best life and build the businesses that they want and the confidence that they desire 
and just stepping into that. Like, I think it's a great opportunity for everyone. And sometimes you just need that support and that encouragement and that accountability to get there. Yeah. Victor being on your podcast again, so grateful for it because for us, it's sharing the message. And I think the message that we want to share is, you know, our goal and vision is to inspire and empower people to have the faith and belief in themselves and follow their dreams, whatever their dream is. If we can share that message, just like you're sharing with the idea of helping inspire somebody, if one person hears it and they just hear enough for them to decide to move forward, we're in our goal and our dream every day. And, and you know, to build our brand is a byproduct of it. If we can just help people to really see that they have everything they need. All you need to do is make a decision and take a step. Then I feel, I feel fulfilled every day. Hmm. That is, that is wonderful. And if they want to like continue this conversation, if someone like, you know what, I need to like take this action, I need to be, I need to be part of it, be, do, have movement. <laughs> what do they, what, what can they do? So you can connect with us on Instagram, on Facebook, TikTok at Be Do Have Movement, and then our website, BeDoHaveMovement.com. There is a self-discovery quiz there, which is really cool when you're figuring out this process of who do I want to be and where do I want to go? It really ties into that first component of who are you right now and what are your strengths in that process? So it's completely free and it definitely is a great starting point to get connected with us. Excellent. And the link will be on the show notes. So guys, don't worry. I've got you. The link will be on the show notes. So go take the quiz and, you know, get clear and start moving. Don't wait for for, for one year, six months to, to no, just do. Start, start the process start. now. Start the process <laughs> Take now. action. Take action. Start the process now. So thank you very much, Jamie. Thank you, Jackie. And uh, I'm very you. grateful for this. And I wish you guys all the best and um, to a better future, to a brighter future. I wish you, wish you so much more. Thank you. Thank you, Victor. Appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for having us.